Seattle in the 90s. A tidal wave of iconic music roars out of this sleepy city and launches a pop culture revolution. Here's a story you haven't heard. Let the Kids Dance is a new podcast about the rise and fall of Seattle's teen dance ordinance, the law that made it illegal for young people to go to concerts. Listen to Let the Kids Dance from KUOW and the NPR Network. You're listening to KEXP. We're at 90.3 FM in Seattle, streaming worldwide at kexp.org. I'm Cheryl Waters, and I am standing in a room right now with some of my favorite people in the world. I've got the wonderful KEXP videographers and the band King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Welcome home. (laughs) Cheryl. It's good to be back. It's so great to have you here. And I actually have to read this off a piece of paper because you released so many records. I can't even keep them straight. You're going to be playing some things from a brand new album out today, Ice, Death, Planets, Lungs, Mushrooms, and Lava. Correct. I cannot wait. I did get that right. You did. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know the name of the album. I know. Can anyone in the band actually name all the records? No. I got $100 right here for anyone who can do it. Well, give it a go if it's $100. You probably take up the whole session. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Well, without further ado, live on KEXP, it's King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Take it away.
Yeah, pretty good boys. Bad for a bunch of nice guys. Don't let nice guys we are.
King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard live here in the KEXP studios.
gosh ice five iron lung magma all from a brand new album out today ice death planets lungs mushrooms and lava from king gizzard and the lizard wizard oh my gosh thank you so much that was amazing so great to have you back here Thank you. Thanks. Very good to be Thanks, here. Thanks, Cheryl. Thank you. Good job, fellas. Thanks, Thanks for having us here. This is very fun for us Thank as well. You. We appreciate you coming back time and time again. And let's give a shout out to your wonderful crew. This is no small setup, and we were not one minute late starting this session. <laughs> yeah, crew. <laughs> we love are. our crew so much. We're very, very lucky to have such amazing people work with us. They're the real band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not actually playing there to doing everything. Yeah, we're just we're miming. You know, you have surrounded yourself by people that have become like a family to you, and you've just carved your own path in so many ways, and you go counter to traditional record releases, and so far your label just seems to go along with it. They love you, and they trust you. 
But the choices you've made have made you an iconic band and beloved by your fans. I mean, in 2017, releasing five albums, and then now again, you've done it again within six years, another five albums. And with two more records coming out this year, it's just sort of crazy. How much did the long period of lockdown contribute to this being another year where you've got five records coming out? Definitely somewhat. Um, it meant we had uh, more off time, less touring. Um, we spent some just time like thinking, being pensive. What, who are we? What are we doing? That sort of thing. We definitely wrote a lot of songs in lockdown. But um, I'd say for these, um, for the records that came out this year, they sort of were mostly about us getting back together and kind of represented um, us being a um, band in the old-fashioned sense again. Jamming, getting in uh, a room together, making music, mm. feeling each other's energy, improvising, that sort of thing. Yeah, you had to come up sort of with a different way to approach making music. You had to create little studios in your own homes and do a lot of stuff on your own. I mean, yeah. did that sort of create a new way of making music? Obviously, you were so happy when you can get back in a room and jam together. But did that sort of infuse sort of a new way of doing things moving forward? Definitely, yeah. I think it was, uh, you can hear it on those albums that, we did do via correspondence, you know, and during the peak of the pandemic. Um, it was good in a sense because it, like, meant that, uh, you know, Cavs, our drummer, and Ambrose and stuff, like, had, who kind of never had done as much production work as, say, Stu or myself or Cook, um, kind of were forced to, like, be autonomous, you know, and, like, learn how to record themselves. So that's how we were sending stuff to each other, like, through emails, just, like, kind of layering everything on top. And then, yeah, as Stu said all these albums from this year, primarily a response to how we made that. Like, as you can see, just like, just us playing together was kind of like, in this context, is like what was what felt really good after and such a long time. And for this record, for Ice Death, the one that these songs we're playing today, they kind of represent like the opposite thing, yeah. just wanting to be together and, and making music together. Mm-hmm. You're like best friends. I mean, you do really love each other and you can just see how much you like hanging out in your free time and as a band. And it must have been hard to be apart for that time. Did you try to have those sort of like Zoom happy hour type of things or was just creating the music and trading that back and forth enough? We actually did do quite a few Zooms and FaceTimes and hangs. <laughs> then it gets boring, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it gets so, weird. But yeah, it was hard not seeing everyone. It was, it was really weird, you know, obviously the guys, but then all of our friends as well, like... And, you know, it's not a problem that we all... There's a lot of... Everyone in the world kind of had a ver- their own version of that. Um, but it's good to be back. Well, when you were finally able to get together and get back out on the road, you just went on this massive tour. I think maybe the biggest one you'd ever had yet, kind of making up for lost time. And I was happy to see that you were sort of taking some family out on the road with you so you wouldn't have to be away from them for so long. But... You're doing these like marathon sets now, and I'm wondering what how you get away with that with HR. <laughs> we, uh-huh. We'd never get away with that. And Michael playing those. Um, I mean, he's really pulling the heavy weight there. I don't know how he does it. I wonder sometimes if you're sneaking in a stunt double there. Uh-huh. It's all Mike. He had to have a he had to have a banana last night. He needed that much. Mid banana. Yeah. Mid solo banana actually. <laughs> One banana within three hours. I think that's. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not too much. But how have those been? I mean, how do you kind of get yourself? I know you love to play and, you know, musicians say, oh, we love to play. We could just do it all day, every day. But, you know, there's something to be said about, you know, hours and hours of playing. Do you have to get in kind of a mindset or do you lock into some sort of a groove? How does that work? They're really fun. Yeah. 
I think like uh, initially when we kind of on paper planned to do these marathon sets, they were a lot more kind of daunting, especially because we this tour that we're currently on was booked in 2019 to happen in April 2020. So I think as the pandemic kind of went on, the notion of these huge shows is a bit daunting. But then this year's just been so good um, in terms of how we're playing like together and like just um, kind of, I don't know, unbridled, like just... It's, it's easy. I think the, form, the format is, like, actually kind of really conducive to how we're playing together now. So they feel like they go by really quickly, which I think is all you can ask for, for three hours' worth of trying to keep someone's attention. I know they go by quickly for the fans as well. And it's incredible because you don't play the set, same sets every night. So that's a massive amount of songs you must have to know. I mean, do you spend half your life in rehearsals as well? Or maybe no one cares if you sing, sing the wrong lyric or play the wrong note. Although I know the fans notice because they know every word. Yeah, we do, do sing a lot of wrong lyrics and play a lot of wrong notes. But There's I no think, wrong notes, isn't that what they say? Yeah, it's just jazz. Um, microtones. Microtones. Where I think I'm at peace with, with that and that is a f- kind of like way of making music now. Um, it's definitely a lot more invigorating for us to mix up the sets. Mm-hmm. We do, we do um, have to do a sound check every day. Like every day before a show, we really, really have to do a sound check and run four or five songs, you know, that maybe we haven't played for a while or are just kind of harder ones that require a little bit more you know, memory and we've got a couple of guitars backstage and we're running stuff and that sort of thing. I think it's just like an antidote to like, um, you know, uh, just having the same set when you're out on a tour. Like it's just, it's great, but then it's like you can kind of just become just, you know, like just kind of really used to it and like kind of disengage sometimes. So it's like it took a lot of work for us to get all of the catalogue together, but like once we have, it's kind of just like a lot more stimulating to, Mm -hmm. to be on tour and play, you know. There's probably a lot of songs you can't play, though. You, yeah, you know. it's there's stacks. Yeah, I don't know how many songs we have, but we've been playing like a little over 100. That's kind of like, that's in the rotation at the moment. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a fair few to remember. That's amazing. Well, you've spent most of your lives, as you know, adult lives, as touring musicians. I mean, it's something you do. It's your business as much as you enjoy it. And living in Australia, you have to kind of go out for longer periods of time because it's so so far to travel and as you get older I'm not calling any of you old but look <laughs> wonderful but you have to think about the longevity of how you do things and how you're going to take care of yourselves you know like taking your family out on the tours with you so you're not away from them so long but do you think about that now like finding a way to take care of your mental and your physical health and make sure that you can do this for a long time yeah we definitely do and it's definitely something that we kind of have to think about now that we're a little bit Tiny little bit older. Yeah. I think, like, the the big tour we did the start of the year was, like, which was the longest we'd ever been out. That was just, you know, a response to not being able to tour during the pandemic. So I feel like from now going forward, we it'll be fairly, you know, uh, chill, like, just under a month or so, which is fine. But, yeah, we all try and keep active. There's some some kind of um, time threshold when you're on tour before you start going mad. Yeah. And I think it's like about three weeks. Yeah. And then you start going mad. I mean, you got mad, mad last night. <laughs> Four shows in. Yeah. I find that when I go on holiday, I always tried for years and years, especially when I was younger, to squeeze in as much as I could in the time I would get off from work because, you know, I was playing for the plane ticket and I wanted to get. But I realized I got to a certain point always and there was nothing sort of gained beyond that. I was mm-hmm. sort of ready to go home and I was still having a good time. But, you know, as you do it for many years, you sort of figure out where's that where's that point yep. where yeah. 
Totally. Had a lot of good times. I can say that, so I'm, I'm pretty satisfied. <laughs> Although it's always worth a nudge. Many, many more good times ahead. Well, you're still very much a DIY band. I know a lot of you in the band sort of do different things to help keep the band moving forward. And I want to talk about um, sort of the fifth Beatle for a second. Jace is someone who does get a lot of love, but who has so many responsibilities in this band. Can we give him a little bit of love for a moment? Is he here somewhere? Yeah, he'll be hiding somewhere, probably in the toilet now. Jason! He's running. He's running away. away. Decades (laughs) of collaboration with him. Yeah, Yeah, we we love Jace. We've done it without him. Yeah, he's, he's, um, the most deeply humble and like, but so crazily talented. And yeah, does the visuals and then does the albums, does the posters. Um, he actually can do everything. He's a real Renaissance man. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's the one who's playing all the instruments too. Yeah. 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 (laughs) On a MIDI controller. In the toilet. Front of house. (laughs) Well, it's always so wonderful to see you. And I get so excited whenever you play. Actually, I was going to say in town, but in any show you play, because of how much love you've given to KEXP, I always get texts or Instagram messages from people who are at the show for the first time and like thanking us for turning uh, you, uh, them on to you. And it always makes me so happy. And, you know, that my phone just starts lighting up or my social media every time you play a show. And it's just so humbling to be spreading the love all oh. around the world. So thank you so much for all you do and for all you've given to KEXP. Oh, thank Thanks, Cheryl, and everyone else. Yeah, we yeah. really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much. And we can't wait to see you next time. Have fun. And I know you've got some great shows coming up and then heading home and yep. take care of yourselves. We're going to be seeing Ambrose in the not too distant future and Cook coming yep. back. We'll be back. So always welcome here. Thank, thank you so you. much. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks Cheryl. And speaking of our listeners, thank you all so much for supporting great sessions and discovery of bands like this. It's been many years that we've been championing King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, but I do remember when they were a brand new band to us, and we were so excited to help our listeners and ourselves discover them. So keep supporting great independent radio and stations like KEXP. You can find out more about us at kexp.org and subscribe to our YouTube channel. There's lots of great stuff to discover there. Once again, thanks to our good friends, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Cheers. Thank you, Cheryl. Thanks so much. Live on KEXP Seattle.